the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where people, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I am Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with my great friend and Ramsey personality, Jade Warshaw. And we are here to answer your questions, again, about your life and your money. It is a free call anywhere in the country at 888 All right, we're going to go to the phones at this hour. And we have, is it Deanne, possibly, in Dallas? Hey, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for taking the call. Absolutely. How can we help? So I'm I'm a new listener. I just came across you guys recently and heard you giving some great advice and hope that I can get some as well. Um, I I have a pretty significant student loan debt about two hundred and thirty thousand um, dollars. Woo! What'd you get um, your degree in? <laughs> business administration, and it's a master's too. So okay. it, it was two two degrees, but okay. still quite a quite a hefty tag. And then I have um, basically no savings or anything. So um, I'm just trying to understand how I can maybe chip away at this and get myself on track. I'm, I'm 49. So I'm like, I don't don't know. Is it just you? Is it just you? Or do you have a family married? I'm married. Okay. Mm -hmm. And does your husband have any debt or just this one student loan you guys have together? No, just this one student loan. Okay. Well, what do you guys earn? I have, um, I I earn about one seventy in base, but I also have like a incentive, like a a annual incentive of another twenty um, percent, so maybe fifty to sixty. And then I do have like these like stock incentives that I can cash in once a year. What can you get? But I I've Mm-hmm. Sorry, what can you what can you get if you cash in the stock incentives? It just depends on what the stock is trading at the time, but probably around Ballpark. another twenty to thirty. Okay. What about your husband? Um, he doesn't work right now. Okay, and why is that? Sorry, I I'm hitting you with the questions, but I'm trying to get a, a clear <laughs> scope of what's going yeah. on. Yeah, um, just ha- hasn't, but he's trying to start his own business, so. Um, does, I'm just, we're basically a one income family. Does right he now. feel, how long has he not been working? Uh, about two years. What? Okay. What? Is he feeling the weight of this debt? Um, I do. I don't, I know I you don't do. You're calling. So. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like you guys yeah. have kind of a separate thinking when it comes to money and debt. It, it kind of sounds like that from the way you're talking and, I'm just going to be honest. I don't like that this guy hasn't been working for two years. I'm all for starting a business venture and going out on your own. But I do think that you have to be making a certain amount. You have to still be contributing financially while you do that. That's the best way. So mm-hmm. you're kind of bridging your way to it as opposed to just stopping. And who? I mean, you got to make $10 before you make 100000 So it's like, <laughs> if he's not making anything, how long is it going to be until this business really generates income that's going to help you guys become debt free? You see what I'm saying? When he oh, could go yeah. get a job I, tomorrow I, making $50,000, yeah. you know? Yeah, because the truth here is, is that, you know, with the extra bonuses that you were saying, I mean, you could make $230,000 in a year. So mm-hmm. here's, the, here's what's wild is what you could think about. If he went and worked and he made $60,000. That's it. 
you guys could live on that. You could have this paid off in 12 months. In 12, with the, and that's not even side hustles that we that's could get right. into. That's not even cutting lifestyle. I mean, yeah, that would be cutting that's lifestyle. That's just him contributing. Yes. And so what you have to realize, the bigger picture here is that you can, right, if it's just you working your way out of debt, you could go and lower your uh, mm-hmm. salary and it would take you probably three years to pay it off on yours. And that's possible. That mm-hmm. is doable. But what we want to always give you is a plan where the fastest, most effective way to get out of debt and the clear, obvious missing piece of this is that there's not another income. Yeah. And, and again, if he's home with the kids and that's your child care, like if there's that's, reasons. That's a little different. Yeah, there there's reasons for, for people to have a one income household. But there's also people that even have that situation that choose to go to work to yeah. get it paid off, even if they want to be a stay-at-home parent. But for you guys, I mean, that this is, and so to me, again, the bigger problem is that you guys aren't on the same page. Because if I y'all agree. are on the same page, you could knock this out in a year versus three and a half years. And so I would, I would really encourage you guys, if you, if you stay on the line, I want to give you guys financial peace university. This is our seven our nine lesson course. And if you Mm -hmm. can communicate your level of stress and anxiety and fear that you're feeling or hearing that, you know, you called us. So we know that it's there. And and yeah. start to understand the why. It's not this like, well, you're not doing that and you're not, it's not a blame game. Yeah. It is a where you're at. Where am I at? And this is what I'm feeling. And my prayer is in somewhat of a marriage, you know, at, at any degree, a spouse would look at a spouse and say, oh my gosh, I don't want you to feel that way. 100%. What can we do to do, you know, to work on that? And if and if he can't come to the table because some people cross their arms and like, oh, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. Then that's the, then it becomes a marriage problem and it's not a money problem. So you, you start to see these layers of what's happening. But I think it's really important for you to recognize that because you can just fix the money thing. You can get out of debt in three years if you just sacrifice right. on... Like the good news is she's av- like even if he never contributed, right? There you're going to be sitting in that average spot where you pay it off in you know that's right twelve to twenty four months, and it's going to be gone and behind you. But we I want something more for you. Yeah, and there's something about you working together to get it gone because Absolutely. if you just say whatever, I'm going to use my income. He doesn't have to know about it. I'm going to pay this off. There's always going to be that thing between them that's like well i it's mine and it's yours yes this is the time where you really get to come together as a couple and and i would hate for them to miss out on that yep so stay on the line we're going to get you that and and my my hope would be that you guys could walk through these lessons together watch them together start these conversations because again a plan can happen so here is say you can pay this off you have a great salary you could reduce it not live on as much uh, and tell him, sorry, but I got to because this is what we're doing. Here's our new set yeah. salary for the household and we're going to have to figure it out. But if you guys can work on a team, not only does it help the money situation go so much faster paying off debt, but it helps your marriage. Uh, which I think, you know, Jade, this is exactly what you wrote about in your quick yes. read that's coming out, which is money's not a math problem. Hey, got it right here. And there it is. Yeah, so you can actually pre-order it right now, you guys. It is brand new. It comes out December 5th, which is coming up, that's which is right. so exciting. So it's only $10. And if you pre-order, they actually get an exclusive Q&A with you. That's right. Is they that get right? a Q&A, yes. Yeah, so you can do that. Um, and I and I love this, you guys, because it's a quick read. And so for, for you all out there that are like, oh my gosh, it's kind of intimidating to dive into all mm-hmm. of this. And I don't know where to start. This is honestly the perfect first step. Because Read it in two hours. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna relate to it. It's gonna it speaks exactly to the problem that so many people are having is that personal finance. It's it's twenty percent head knowledge. It's eighty percent behavior. We are the ones that we have to control. And gosh, Jay does a beautiful job walking through that. So go to RamseySolutions.com/store, pre-order that quick read. 
Money's not a math problem because that's what we talk about all the time on this show because it's the truth. It's a it's a we problem, right? It's a that's me right. problem. It's, it's what you problem. believe. It's what you believe. Absolutely. So make sure to check that out again. RamseySolutions.com slash store. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years, and I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And their design experts are always ready to help even with measuring and installation plus there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees everything is backed by their 100 satisfaction guarantee and shipping is always free see for yourself why blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings visit blinds.com now to learn more and get up to 45 percent off that's blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. We are taking your calls. Again, it's a free call anywhere in the country at 888-825-5225. Up next, we have Jack in Boston. Hey, Jack. Welcome to the show. Hey. uh, Thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks for calling in. How can we help? So, I am a recent college graduate. I'm 22. I just graduated this past night. Um, and I started working this June when I, you know, was originally making plans for this year as I'm, you know, entering the workforce, I had taken a job in, in the Boston area. Um, and so had a few of my college buddies. And so there's three of us and we signed a lease and that, that's currently where I am. Um, after signing the lease, I actually received a second job offer in which case I work remotely. Um, I ended up taking that offer and, um, basically I'm, I'm calling to ask, you know, because I work remote, um, I spend about $1,200 a month in rent. Then, you know, of course there's utilities and a bunch of stuff just because the area is expensive. How beneficial do you guys think it would be to move back into my parents to help me clear some of my student loan and car payments? Mm. How much student loan debt is it? And how much is your car? So the student loans are about 27. Uh, the car is about 22. And I make 72. And you make how much? 70? 72, yeah. 72, okay. I, if it were me, I think that you have a great income starting out. I mean, to make 72 starting out at 22 years old, I think is excellent. I don't think that your rent is especially high. It's not like you're like, oh, I'm spending $2,000 a month. Um, I personally would not move back with my parents. The only question that I was... What I thought you were going towards is I have these roommates and it's super loud and I can't get any work done. Like I thought you were going to go down that pathway, but it doesn't seem like that's the issue. Um, I think that you can buckle down and pay off this debt. Um, your $22,000 car is, is, I don't love that, but it's within the threshold. So I, I'm not mad. Sure. How quickly yep. have you done a budget? Do you know how much money you have left over after rent, after groceries, after gas that you could put towards debt? Yeah, sure. So, you know, each month after I make all my payments, I save around 800 to to $1,000 already. Oh, mm-hmm. good. That's good. Yeah, Jack. Okay, so 
this is always kind of a tough question because mathematically it's like you know you would think our answer would be like absolutely whatever you can mm-hmm. to reduce expenses and throw as much of the debt yada 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 but what that doesn't factor in by just kind of like using that escape and using that plan is that there is something to be said about that jack signed up for the student loan and jack signed up for the car loan and so jack needs to figure out how to do this and after you do it there is something about this dignity as a young adult that you're like oh yeah i had a problem and i solved it now yeah could part of that solution be you move home with your parents and there's a very strict plan that you're only going to be there for 12 months and whatever 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 sure right it's not i'm not one of these people that's like never ever do that but, but it's I not do, dire straits. But I do lean towards Jade that there's a part of me, Jack, that I'm like, I think you're I think you're a grown man. And I think that you can figure this out. And I think you could take a side hustle at night to bring in some more money. Um, I just was doing an every dollar webinar yesterday and we talked about side hustles. And there's so many people oh, that yeah. were making anywhere from eight hundred to two thousand dollars a month doing a side hustle. So I think there's ways to earn extra income and um again if you had a really diligent plan and it was again something that you're like this is i you know there's a a time frame yeah i know what i'm doing and i'm gonna do it and be done Mm -hmm. and get out like you could but i don't know jack there's a part of me that i'm like i i think i just like you having your freedom yeah and not moving back in with mom dad it just does something to an adult mind when and i always use this example it's kind of a stupid one but when you open up the refrigerator and there's no milk and you don't have bread, and you're like, oh man, I have to be an adult, and I have responsibilities, and I have to figure out how to make life work. And there is just that extra safety net when you move home naturally. Yeah, mom's gonna go get the milk. Yeah, that, that like you know you're gonna be taken care yeah. of, which is fine. But I think it stunts a level of this personal responsibility and and being an adult. And if you start dating and like I don't know, just all this stuff, just moving back Look, home. The dating, <laughs> it's the dating for me, Rachel, because I would be thinking the same thing, Jack. Like if I met you, and I'd be like, Jack's great, and then I'm like wait but we're going to your mom's house there'd be just this little piece of me that i'd be like oh man so for that reason it's like shark tank for that reason alone i'm out (laughs) but the other thing i wanted to ask you just about your money is are you contributing to a 401k through your work i am yep so my employer matches four percent so i put four percent to 401k and then another six percent into a roth ira Okay, so just a a piece of advice, and this is the way we Mm -hmm. teach. Right now, you're giving away 10% of your income. And if it were me, I would pause that temporarily and get that money back in my hands so I can quickly pay off this debt. By the way, even if you did choose to go to your parents' house and live, I would still do that. Because the whole point is, let's get this debt wiped up as quickly as possible. And then when your debt's gone, you'll have so much more money that you can be investing another 5% when the time comes to be investing 15%. And I love that way more for you. Do you happen to have any safe? Oh, do do I get rid of him? And by the way, Jack, if you have any savings laying laying around, I would also throw that towards your debt. Because something tells me, Rachel, that he is a guy that might have a little bit of savings yeah, in a so, little yeah, pile somewhere. Yeah, if there's anything extra, Jack, yeah, just throw it on this debt. And I think that you can, I think you can do this. I think you can get out without mm-hmm. having to move back home. I understand, again, the math side of it. So if that's what you choose to do, it's not a completely wrong decision. Right. But there is something in the holistic picture of who you are as a whole person that I think is, there's something about just being on your own and figuring out that I think it's great. Mm-hmm. All right, up next we have Gracie in Salt Lake City. Hey, Gracie, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. How can we help? I have a little question because my, well, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of 
I'm talking in circles here. So I'm wondering if I should get life insurance for my daughter. She's 10 months old. Um, my mom got life insurance for me when I was a baby, which is awesome. But my husband doesn't have any life insurance at all. And so he's kind of like, it doesn't matter. And I'm kind of like, well, but it would be nice. And um, I just want to hear your yeah, take on that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so a rule of thumb is that your insurance and your investments should always be separate. And usually when it comes to children getting life insurance, there's a level of whole life in there. There's a, an investment vehicle within it and, it, and it ends up being an entire financial product that mm-hmm. that is is always, a, it's not a good product, not- essentially. Because we what you want to think about with life insurance is that if someone is dependent upon your income, you want life insurance. So your husband needs life insurance, Gracie. You, even if you're a stay-at-home mom, need life insurance. But we recommend term life and go down that path. So anything like there's like Gerber insurance, like, uh, and again, a lot of whole life. Yeah, a lot of whole life policies will market to children. And they're like, oh yeah, well, if you put this in and then it's going to grow to this. And I mean, it, it, it's it's this entire, honestly, it's the whole product is just crap because the investment inside is not great and your your baby doesn't need life insurance. Right. The They're whole not purpose, upon her. The whole purpose is if something, God forbid, was to happen to you or your husband, you want to make sure she's taken care of because right now you guys to provide everything for her. So if your baby were to have life insurance, if God forbid something happened to the baby, that's then you guys would reap the money from it. And that doesn't make sense. It makes sense that if something were to happen to you or your husband, there would be a ton of money there waiting for her that whoever her caretaker would be, mm-hmm. she would be just fine. Yeah. So it's kind of like flipping your mind on why do we take this out and what's it really for? Yes. And again, people will throw in the whole investment side. But again, if you open up a whole life policy and she goes and tries to ca- and she cashes it out at 18 or something and, and changes it up, um, what she could have had if you had just invested it in a mutual fund under like an UPMA account or you even put into a college fund for her, like a 529, would be leaps and bounds more money. You would gain way more of a rate of return and interest on that versus the crappy investments that sit inside of life insurances. So it's a great question, Gracie. Again, she does not need life insurance. You and your husband need life insurance and term life. And we always recommend Xander Insurance. So if you go to RamseySolutions.com, you can find them on our site. Um, they're the they're where we get our term life insurance, my husband and I. That's right. Because uh, they have great rates. They shop all different services. It's not just one provider that they look at. And so life insurance, to all of you listening, if someone is dependent upon your income, you need life insurance. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off simplysafedirect.com there is no safe like simply safe the ramsey show question of the day is brought to you by neighborly your hub for home services for over 40 years neighborly has an exclusive network of trained local service providers backed by the neighborly done right promise so if it's not done right neighborly will make it right visit neighborly.com ramsey today to learn more Love it. Today's question comes from Amy in Louisiana. She says, how do you navigate social social situations while trying to stick to a budget? I recently volunteered to help with a friend's baby shower 
and my husband and I agreed upon a certain number to spend on it. The girl whose shower it was connected me to another friend who wanted to help host, who I had never met. In the planning conversation, I asked her what her budget was and told her the number I could help with. She said she didn't have a budget, but my contribution was fine. Long story short, the shower ended up being bigger and more expensive than I expected. It's way over my budget, and she asked if I could reimburse her to pretty, uh, pretty if I could help to- reimburse her to pretty close her half, so to close up, like close a gap. There's a typo there. This is awkward. I feel like it tried to set expectations, but here we are. Help. Oh, jeez. Wow. Look, I almost lost it whilst reading, obviously. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, you told her from the beginning. Yeah. Rachel, co- correct me if I'm wrong, because this, look, this is what Jade go, would Jade, do. Go, Jade, go. Go, Jade, If go. I told you from the beginning I can spend $200, then I am spending $200. And if she, who did not have a budget, said, that's great. Thank you. You know, whatever your contribution is, that's fine. If she already said, fine, then at that point, if she chose to buy other things, yep, that's I her. am not reimbursing you. Matter of fact, I'm going to go like, well, why would you spend more? Like, I would be asking her questions as to why she chose to spend more when yep. she could have easily just matched my budget and it been even 200, 200. Yes, Whoa. I know. It was, so Amy, I mean, honestly, you did such a, you were so wise in it. I'm yeah. like, you knew going in, Yeah, here's my budget. Talk to your husband about it. You had a set amount, you communicated that. Mm-hmm. And the other per- person chose to do something different and that's not your problem. It's sure That's not. not your problem. You set expectations. So honestly, if it's a girl you've never met, you probably will never see her again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much. Knowing myself, <laughs> I'm probably more I'm probably more of a people pleaser. So I feel like I would even find the text thread, hopefully like what she, And send the screenshot. Yeah, and just yeah. say, Hey, so sorry, my husband and I had we had, you know, put this money aside. This is all we could do. Uh I mentioned that to you earlier. Here's a, you know, here's a yeah. shot of our conversation. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, let me know if there's anything else I can do to help, not money related or something. But yeah, I, I mean, ugh. the silver lining is this is a person she's never met. Now, if this is like, if this is a friend, a friend, then that is really awkward. But I think, but again, I think you have to you have to stick to your guns. And you now, yeah. if you had not communicated an expectation, and That's you different. show up, and it's all then that is like, oh man, but on the front end. So you guys, everyone listening or watching right now, this is a great lesson that if you go into an event, a social event, which happens all the time, yeah, whether it's wedding showers or uh, weddings with a wedding gift, mm-hmm. uh, teacher presents, uh, a lot of our classes will pull money together to get one teacher gift. Yeah. And you know, if, if there's any type of group situation and you have a set amount of money, don't be don't feel any level of I, I feel bad that I have a set amount communicate it and say it out loud because it's going to give you peace it's going to give you control mm-hmm. and the more practice you have talking about money in social situations I think the easier yeah. it becomes it can't feel awkward at first but and I think probably one other thing and maybe who knows if she did it or not but like as as the planning commences just being a rem- reminder remember i'm only going to be able to spend 200 like yep. so if she's suggesting oh it would be so cool if we did like these little balloon thingies okay but remember i can only spend 200 yes oh but like oh i found this great little caterer da 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 yes but remember i can only spend 200 like as yes. long as you make that like the mantra that you're saying over and over then 
there's no room for anybody to yeah. and it's so funny jade i'm like you know these just social scenarios whether it's kid birthday parties or again showers mm-hmm. or i mean anything that has a level of um a what's it called like not like the, a group the, funding the, yeah but like the vibe like what's like like the aesthetics yes you yes, want the yes. aesthetics to be beautiful a 40th birthday party you know big celebrations all of that you know there is this balance of you want to celebrate people so if you're putting something on for someone a good friend you obviously you want to celebrate that person that's or if right. it's you throwing it for x y and z in your family that's right you want it to be nice like i get all of that and otherwise you want, you want to be beautiful volunteer. you want it to be beautiful but also you guys it's just gotten out of control the expectations of all these events is crazy is crazy so it's not normal like just so you know that it's not normal to have food trucks at your two-year-old's birthday party no. with bounce houses like it's just that's not normal but it's become normal so we have this expectation that this is what our life should look like to some degree and it's not I heard plenty of stories about um, like bachelorette parties. Oh my gosh. Where it's Could like, you imagine getting married right now? I listen to girls that are getting married and they're in the bachelorette parties yeah. and the wedding showers and the weddings. And, and there's it. a trip. If oh. there's a trip involved. Oh yeah. There always Ooh. is now. I was like, only the Kardashians did that. Like when I was getting married 15 years ago, I was like, people didn't go on these like no. extravagant trips. Like, or at least spend. we didn't. You have to spend, you have to fork over it's, some major cash to be in a bridal pa- party these days. It's real. It's really, I wish we all could just like, all the women in America could lock arms and just make a pact <laughs> that like, we won't do this to each other. No like more. we were all just together. Yeah. Our big birthday, everything like, it's okay it's okay we're not we're not we're not doing this yeah i'm not doing it it's hard so so hard but again clearly verbalizing what you can do is wise it's not awkward it's actually very very smart for you and your money that's right good job amy all right up next we have joey in manhattan hey joey welcome to the show hi good afternoon thank you so much for taking my call absolutely how can we help um, yeah, so I can explain a little bit of my situation, um, but essentially I am 23 years old. I make about $60,000 a year and I want to save up for a house. And I know that kind of like the traditional rule is to pay cash for it. Um, but my parents struggled with debt, you know, as I was growing up. So I'm a really big saver. And for that reason, you know, I try to prioritize, um, Roth IRA, you know, different stocks that I have. I also have life insurance, which I'm sure, uh, you both have some opinions on. Um, but I guess to boil it down, my question is really how much should I be saving to buy something? Cause I'm a little bit against renting, even though I know that that's totally okay. If that's still yeah. allows me to save. I mean, I love that you're thinking about all of this and you're trying to make smart choices with your money. I think I would applaud you on that. Uh, you know, you mentioned paying cash for a house. Yeah. If you have the patience and the funding to save up and pay the whole thing full out in cash, I think that's great. But um, if you don't want to do that, that's also fine. You know, I'd look for some some situation where you're paying at least 20% down since you really were hoping to go the cash option. Um, at least 20% down, I'd look for a 15-year fixed conventional rate mortgage. And I'm just, if you don't mind, I would just love to poke a few holes in how you're doing this because I think you might be able to do this in a more effective way. Do you yeah, mind? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, no, go ahead. So you mentioned stocks that you had yes can you tell me a little bit more about that and how much is there yeah so i have about eight thousand kind of spread across um regular stop stocks that i just invested on my own via like the Robinhood app so different things like apple facebook uh tesla just like big kind of like famous stocks that i know kind of will do well over time yeah 
In addition to that, I do invest um, just like on the app called Acorns. I have my Roth IRA through them. So I have another 12,000 just kind of invested in like one of their aggressive kind of sets. So it's just different stocks that they kind of pick for me and manage. Okay. What Um, percentage do you put towards that? It's not a percentage. I have, well, I don't know it off the top of my head. I do normally about a thousand a month, depending okay. on where the rest is. My point in saying all this is you might have a little bit more to put towards this than you think. I'd probably stop with the stocks. And if you wanted to get here sooner than later, I'd probably put some of that stock money towards saving for a house, especially if you already have three to six months saved. Anything that you save up past that is really going to help you get that down payment quickly. So if it were me, if I had those six months saved, then I would probably liquidate those stocks, put it towards a down payment. And if there was any other cash laying around above three to six months, I'd use that to start building that savings for a down payment as well. Yeah, any non-retirement, Joey, can go towards that. It's great. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I am Ramsey personality, Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with my friend and Ramsey personality, Jade Warshaw. And Thanksgiving is coming up, you guys. And I wrote a kid's book called I'm Glad for What I Have. And so the idea of gratitude and contentment and all of that is is so key. And again, it's kind of part of the the holiday that we are in even this week. So if you have not had a chance to grab a copy for your little ones or the little ones in your life, I'm glad for what I have. Uh, learning, learning contentment and learning, spoiler alerts, that God's love is the thing that fulfills you. Apparently, I haven't said yes. that enough. And some of my Amazon reviews were like, it's religious. They didn't tell us. And I was like, oh, gosh, sorry. Spoiler alert. It's God that fills, uh, <laughs> that fills us and brings deep contentment. But these little, these little animals, you know, go through uh, understanding that their stuff is not bad, but they start to believe if I can just have more and more and more, I'm going to be happier and happier and happier. Yeah which we can fall into that mindset as adults too. And at the end of the day, we all know that it just doesn't fulfill us the way we think it does. So I'm glad for what I have. My new children's book, you can check that out at ramseysolutions.com slash store. Love it. Up next, we have Ryan in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you guys? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for calling in. How can we help? Um, So I have a few questions. Um, I guess I have a pretty decent amount of money saved. Um, and I was kind of wondering how to go about making it more of like a passive income. Um, and, uh, just seeing if there's anything better I could be doing with my money than what I'm doing now. Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. Okay. So how much money do you have saved? Uh, about just a little over 150,000. Okay. And what's it in now? Uh, mostly CDs. Okay. And do you have uh, do you have any debt, Ryan? No, no debt. And do you have and any other savings besides this? Any retirement? Um, well, that's money that I just have set aside that I don't touch at all. Um, so I guess that would be like towards that, yeah. Okay, but you don't. Do you have like a Roth IRA or a four hundred one k? Oh yes, yes, yeah, I, yeah. And I have a TSP also. Cool. Okay. And how much money do you make a year? Um, now, not too much. Um, I took a pay cut. Um, I'd say like 50,000 now. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And what's your living situation? Are you renting? Do you own a home? Where are you at with that? Um, I'm in the military now, so I don't have, um, so I don't 
own anything now. Just okay. military housing? Yes. Okay. What branch are you in? Uh, the Army. Okay, great. Well, thank you for your service and sacrifice doing that. We we greatly appreciate it. So, yeah, this is a, this is a good amount, right? I'm very impressed that you saved $150,000. You have it in a CD, and I think you're right. I think you can put it somewhere yeah. uh, that can actually get you a little bit more, make make more. I'm just curious, when you said yeah. passive income, did you have something in mind? Like, is there something that you were thinking of that you wanted to run by? Um, I mean, I've only looked at, like, property, really, but, like, I, like other than that, like, nothing really. Um, but I don't, I don't know, like, what the best thing to be doing with that is. Um, I can tell you I what like I might TV. do. Yeah. So I'm assuming you have no debt. Yeah, no debt. And other than like, this is the only savings you have. So what I would, if this is what Jade would do, I would probably set aside what I think my expenses are for about six months. And I'd put that separate, like in a high yield savings account. And then if it were Mm -hmm. me, how long do you plan on being in the military in the way that you're like hopping around? Um, I guess it kind of depends on like how, how it goes. Um, I probably, my next goal would be, setting aside enough money that when I'm done with the military or where I'm more stable, where I could buy a home in cash. Okay. So I'd probably invest it. Like you said, five years, I'd probably just throw it in an S and P 500 account and let it sit. And in five, six years when I'm ready for it, chances are it will have grown. And mm-hmm. I would, that's or at what, least use it for a, for a big down payment. A big down payment. Yeah, yep. because Ryan, I think, I think the first goal would be, you know, owning your owning a home uh, is one of the big pieces of your financial picture. And so we want you to be able to do that and then eventually own it outright. So what Jade is saying is, is right, that if you can just buy it with cash outright, your primary home, then obviously that's not gonna be passive income like your question, but it starts to get you towards a financial stability. Because if you just dream for a second and think, oh my gosh, if you put... 50% or 75% or 100% down on your home and even if you took out a small mortgage and you paid it off yeah then you're that same ability to save Ryan that you have now is still probably going to be there in who you are that that's a part of you you're a natural saver you're looking for ways to make money you're looking for ways you even asking about passive income and then from there is where you can say okay I'm going to put some away for retirement but also, yeah, maybe I do go and and I and I get, and I get a property, buy a property yeah. in cash and flip it and maybe resell it and you can kind of be in that game with cash or hold on to it and rent it out. But all of those things are secondary to your primary residence. That would be the next big spot. But I'm I'm with Jade. I mean, a Vanguard account, yeah, putting an index fund like an S&P 500, it's going to be better than a CD. You'll get a better rate of return. Yeah on your money. Yeah. Um, so that's that's probably, I would do exactly what Jade said. I mean, I, I lean towards that. And it's not as like sexy and flashy as passive income. Like, right. But is it but really passive? But, but it's stability. Like we're like you're setting yeah. yourself up mm-hmm. for the future. And er, how, did you tell us how old you were? How old are you? I'm 27. 27, okay. So yeah, I mean, there, it's plenty of time to do all of this. And yeah, I mean, you could look up in 15 years and have some great cash to get into the real estate game and do it without risk mm-hmm. with cash and all of that. But I think at this place, I think the next wise step um, once all this settles. And, and again, the S&P 500, I mean, if you get some growth, you'll pay some taxes on it, but you could take it out and use it if you wanted to, yeah. right? But I would probably just let it sit there because you don't have a lot of, you know, you, you may not have a lot of expenses. You have no debts. Mm-hmm. There's no real reason for major passive income right now. That's right. 
Would you would you agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but um, but again, I like where your mind is at because I think that's more of a long term play to be looking into that realm. But I think that it's going to be sooner for you, Ryan, than some people listening because you've set yourself up really 100%. well. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, Good no job. debt and one hundred fifty thousand dollars. So well done, well done. Up next, we have Adam in Pittsburgh. Hey, Adam, welcome to the show. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. How can we help? Um, so my wife um, is uh, employed by a company that um, grants stock to uh, all employees. And she's been with that company for quite a while now. And as uh, we've gained actually quite a bit of stock. And I was unsure what to do with that um with that stock and it has actually come to the point where we have enough to pay off the mortgage to our house. Amazing. (laughs) If we should, if that was a worthwhile sale to pay down the mortgage, essentially. One, two, three. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure, Adam. I mean, the company stock, you know, we always, I mean, I, I think it's a nod to them. That's a great thing. Yeah. But you're stuck into one stock. And Enron mm-hmm. is always the name that oh, comes gosh. to my head, right? Yes. And so there's always, right. always going to be risk, even if it's a company you work for. And even if it's a great company, you're mm-hmm. still not diversified. Mm-hmm. So we always do recommend not right. to put so much into company stock. So if you guys right. have that much, I would, Adam, I would cash it out, pay off your home. Oh, it's going to feel so great. How much is oh, it? Man. How much do you guys yeah. have left? Uh, it's about 200 grand. Come on. Amazing, Adam. Do you guys have any other debt? But it, it's a sub, it's a sub 3% interest rate. And that's the only reason where I'm, I'm waffling on that deci- decision because, you know, maybe that is a nice sum for, you know, retirement one day, but I don't know if that outweighs, you know, not having that mortgage at this point in time, but yeah. Right, I guess, right. Uh, I, I hear what you're saying, I you but I, my question. yeah, no, I hear what you're saying, but I also think that you can get a better rate of return by you guys putting money away for your retirement and not dependent upon the employee stock. That's right. That's right. Um, so I would put retirement in you and your wife's control mm-hmm. in, you know, 401k or a Roth IRA that's more diversified in mutual funds and go that route, have your house paid off and you guys can throw so much yeah. money in retirement and have an incredible retirement. So well done, Adam, well done. Thanks, Jay, for being a great co-host. Thanks to all guys in the booth for making the show happen. Thank you, America. This is The Ramsey Show.